Today's topic is get ready, get set, let's grow. Hindi lang go, but let's grow. Actually, isa sa mga core values ko, growth. Because growth means to develop from the lower or the basic form to a higher, more advanced. It means to increase, to go, to expand in terms of size, in terms of number, in terms of value. So it's basically maturity, getting more matured, getting more established, stronger, more complex, more uh, capable. It's increasing. Growth and progress ang kalaob ng Diyos. That's what He wants for every area of our lives to grow, to progress constantly. So it's really important that we grow. Kasi without growth, walang fruitfulness. You want to have a successful life? Yung word success is actually a synonym for the word fruitfulness. Sinabi ni Jesus in John chapter 15 and verse 8, He said, My Father's glory, or you could say the, the God's reputation, He said, It is shown that you are bearing fruit. Much fruit. So, ibig sabihin, yung fruitfulness mo, o yung success sa buhay mo, ay connected sa glory ni God. His reputation is more revealed, more noticed when people see you successful and fruitful in life. Kaya God is very interested in your fruitfulness, in the success coming out of your job, your family, your finances. Bakit? Kasi it directly comes back onto His glory. Kaya friends, don't ever think God is against you being successful. God is very much interested for you to be successful for the right reasons. God is very concerned that you grow. Over in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12, it says, We shall become matured people, reaching to the very height of Christ's full stature or His standards. He says, then we will no longer be children. Instead, we must grow up in every way into Christ. Luke chapter 8 tells this parable of the four types of soil. Na kung saan yung farmer, nahagis siya ng mga buto, ng mga seeds, and nalaglag yung seeds sa apat na klaseng soil. The farmer went out to scatter seeds in a field. And while the farmer was doing it, some seed fell along the road. And it says that in that place along the road, the seeds were stepped on. Or maybe the birds ate those seeds. And the other seed fell on a rocky ground and started growing. Good sign, no? Magandang pagsimula niya. Started growing. Tumubo. And then something happened. It didn't grow because the plants did not have enough water and soon dried up. And hindi siya nakaka-establish ng roots kasi mabato sa ilalim. And some seed fell where there were thorn bushes and it grew up. That's a good sign. But then the thorn bushes grew and choked the life out of the plant. The rest of the seeds fell on good soil and a good ground where it grew and produced as much as 100 times the seeds. And Jesus explained yung meaning ng story nito, the parable. He says, the seed, it represents God's message. The seeds that fell on the road are like people who hear the message, 
But the devil comes and snatches the message out of their heart. And he said that the seeds that fell on the rocky ground are people who gladly hear the message, but they don't have deep roots. Wala siyang commitment. Hindi na makakapag-establish ng roots because there's no commitment. Bababaw lang. Then those people, as soon as life gets hard, may pagsubog, dumating na yung a little bit higher commitment, wala na. Give up na. And the seeds that fell on the thorn bushes, they heard the message, but they were so eager for riches and pleasures. Gusto nila lahat. Follow Jesus and also follow my hanap buhay, to get rich, to have a good time. So maraming priorities, competing for their priority to follow Jesus. So nangyari is, na-choke out na yung kanilang growth potential, and they did not bear fruit. But the seeds that fell on the good ground are those that listen to the message and keep it in a good, honest heart. And it says they produce a harvest. The farmer represents the sower, Ako ang sower ngayon. Ako ang nagahagis ng salita ng Diyos. The seed is the Word of God. Walang pagkakaiba sa seed. Lahat ng Word of God, it has the power to change your life. But it just falls on different soils. Iba-iba. Different soils represents yung response natin to God. Different results. So, the first thing is, we're gonna look at the seed fell down by the road. It didn't grow because yun ang daanan na kung saan inaapakan, Naging matigas. The solution for that is that we should be open to God. Ibig sabihin, teachable, receptive. Hindi tayo dapat maging parang nowhere lang. There are people that just don't want to grow because they don't want to change. The truth is, growth requires that we be teachable, changeable. Yan yung condition ng puso that creates a growth environment. Some seed fell doon sa pathway na kung saan, matigas, it could not grow because it could not penetrate the hard heart. Is your heart open and receptive to God today? Sometimes there are things na nangyayari sa buhay natin, sa puso, sa isip, and it is the reason kung bakit naging closed. One of the things na papatigas sa puso natin is fear. When you think of God as a punisher and you have a fear na magpalapit sa kanya, maybe you misunderstood God. Maybe you thought what God wants is to get me back. He wants to punish me. Or you might think God is a taker, not a giver. Kung anong papagawa niya sa akin, it will make me uncomfortable. It will change my life and I don't want that. Maaring akala mo na God will do something or ask you for something that will bring you down instead of lift you up. Maraming tao na ayaw nila lumabas sa comfort zone because of fear. They're afraid that what will happen if I get too committed to God, if I allow my heart to be very soft and open sa Kanya, He will take away from me. Don't see God in the way you're gonna fear Him instead of come near Him. Another one is hurt. When you feel hurt, it causes your heart to get hard. Pag nasaktan ka, you were probably rejected. Someone abused you. It could be you were hurt by your own family. Napahiya ka. You know, the world is not perfect. And so, yeah, it's true. Minsan, inaapakan tayo. We get kicked, we get pushed, people walk on you, treat you unfairly. But if you maintain the hurt... It will harden your heart. Kung hindi mo deal with this, if you don't get over the hurt, 
and you live your life as a hurt, wounded victim, you will close to God instead of open. It would be very hard for His Word to get in your heart and change your life. And the other one is pride. You know, pride is where you just become unteachable because you already know everything. You know, sabi sa Biblia, he who thinks he's strong, beware lest he fall. Pride comes immediately before a fall. What are the signs that I've got an uh, attitude of pride? Well, for one is the person argues. Ang unang response is to be defensive, argumentable, you know, uh, argumentative and, and confronting. Another sign of pride is you isolate yourself or withdraw from others. Nakala mo hindi pride yan. Nakala mo, ay, shy lang ako, nahihiya lang. Hindi, kahit na anong tawag mo, shy type, nahihiya ka, or underconfident, kahit anong pangalan ang ibibigay mo doon, it's still pride. When you isolate yourself, you cut yourself off, ayaw mo makipag-interact, ayaw mo makipag-join in, you just want to pull back, that's actually pride. Another sign of pride is when you blame shift. And if this is your attitude, you'll be closed off to God and you'll be baog, cannot be fruitful. With a hardened heart, nothing will grow in that environment. So what is the solution? For the heart that is fearful, the solution is simply this, receive God's love. 1 John 4.19 says, perfect love dispels fear. Anytime there's fear, ang solution doon is love. Fear is related to punishment. Kung akala mo, God is going to punish me. No, love convinces you. God is on your side. Wala siyang balak to punish you. He's all about giving His love to you. And when you trust that love and receive that love, then the fear goes away. You'll be open to Him. Hindi ka matatakot sa intimacy with God because you trust Him. His love, He loves you. But when you trust God's love for you, you will not misinterpret His words. God is not against me. He's for me. He loves me. So you want to have an open heart to God? Receive His love. How about the other one? The hurt. This might sound ironic, but the only solution to heal a hurt heart is to forgive. That's the only way. Even though, sabi mo, she doesn't deserve my forgiveness. But the only way for you to be healed is to forgive. But you can't give what you don't have. Sa lang, it's impossible to forgive someone until, here's the good news, until you first receive God's forgiveness of you. Then, forgiveness is automatic and effortless. You know, the Bible says very clearly that God no longer charges you for your sins when you're in Christ. You receive that then it's so easy and natural for you to forgive others and that will heal your hurt heart. And how about pride? You don't usually hear people say, oh, pastor, pray for me, you know, I have a sin. You don't usually see that. You know, people don't usually admit, I'm so proud, I've got pride in my heart. Pero kung maging honest ka sa sarili mo, makikita mo na I have these signs, you know, nakikipag-argue ako, you know, I'm defensive, I isolate myself, and maybe I thought nahihiya lang ako, but really I'm just so self-centered and proud. Kung honest ka sa sarili mo and you, you admit that, there's a way to solve that. And that is receiving God's grace. Kasi grace is actually the antidote to pride. First Peter 5, it says that God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. 
One time yun na-analyze ko, anong nauuna? Yung humility ko o yung grace ni God? Ano bang dapat mauna? Do I earn God's grace and He gives me grace because I was humble? Or is it possible that grace is totally free and God just gives grace even before naging mayabang ka? Hindi pa tayo pinapanganak and God was already giving grace. The Bible says that Christ died for us, di ba grace yun? Habang makasalanan pa tayo. Di ba pride is a sin? Hindi kaya covered din yung sin of pride sa lahat ng mga sins that Jesus wiped out? So ibig sabihin, nauna yung grace ni God. You don't get humble and then the reward is you get grace because you were humble. Sa totoo lang, nauna yung grace. It's just that hindi mo mararanasan at hindi natutupad yung reality of God giving grace to the humble because you're not yet humble. So you don't receive it. Pero the grace is there. The fact is, andudunan yung alok. Pero hindi mapapasayo hanggang sa magpakumbaba. So when you receive God's grace, it creates an environment sa puso mo that you'll start being humble. Kasi magpawaw ka sa Diyos at sa kanyang grace. God, you've given me grace. That's more than I deserve. Hindi ako karapat dapat. Kaya ang tao doon, grace eh. Kasi you don't deserve it. And then you will say, wow. And it creates a humble heart within you. So friends, don't let fear and hurt and pride keep your heart closed. Let it go. Let it go. I'm not holding back anymore. <laughs> let it go. And keep an open heart. Now the second one was the seed na lag doon sa rocky soil. So mabato. Anong gagawin doon? Number two is this. Decide to grow. You make a choice to commit. Alam mo, no commitment, manatili kang shallow, mababaw, superficial. You have to take a responsibility to grow. Ako, as a speaker here sa SFCC, para akong tagaluto ng spiritual food nyo. But I cannot make you eat it. I cannot force you to eat it. You have to decide. And once you decide to grow, no one and nothing can stop you from growing. Pag nagpasya ka na, I'm gonna grow today. Aakuin ko ang salita ng Diyos. My heart is open. My mind is receptive. Lalago ka. Because you decided. And nothing will stop you from learning once you make that decision. Now, a decision, a.k.a. commitment. That's what really transforms our lives. You can have a spiritual experience. But without a commitment, walang mangyari. Hindi tatagal yun. Without a commitment, there will be no growth in your life, no change in your habits, no promotion, no increase. You'll have the same problems, the same attitude as before, the same weaknesses, walang bunga, walang success. Why? Because when you hear the Word of God, you got to make a choice to get committed. You know, the, the seed na nalaglag dun sa rocky soil, hindi siya lumago kasi walang roots. Roots speaks of commitments. Okay, James chapter 1 verse 22 says, Don't just listen to the word. You'll deceive yourself. Instead, do what it says. So we're not just hearing about God and you go away thinking, Ang ganda ng topic, lumago ako. You did not grow spiritually just because you heard the word of God. You had to make some commitment. It says in 1 Timothy 4, 7, Spend your time and energy in training yourself for spiritual fitness. So how can I be sure yung aking desire becomes a decision? Well, these are five commitments to make. The first commitment is to connect with the right people. 
Meron akong kausap, isang kabataan, taga-Baguio siya. And then, dito na siya nag-aaral, pero ang parents niya, nandudog pa rin sa Baguio. Sabi ko, ba't dito ka? Ang parents mo sa Baguio. Sabi niya, dito mo daw ako. Dito ako mag-aaral. Bakit? Kasi sa Baguio, nagbarkada ako. I had friends. Si Jesus, nagbarkada din, di ba? Oh, nagbarkada si Jesus, dose. Nagbarkada din siya. Ang tanong is, anong quality ng barkada? It's not wrong to have friends. Pero ang nangyari, yung mga parents niya, they saw that he was allowing the wrong people to influence him. It should have been that he would disconnect from the wrong people and connect with the right people. Let's talk about mathematics. There are people in your life that, okay, plus. Maganda yan, they add to you. Maybe they add joy, encouragement to you. They add friendship. So maganda kaysa yung mga tao na nagsusubtract sa'yo. There are people in our lives that when you spend time with them, they subtract your happiness. They subtract your faith. There are people that will just subtract good things out of your life. Don't connect with those people. Kahit na sila yung andyan lagi. Be more strategic. Be more intentional about who you bring into your inner circle. There are some people that divide your priorities. They divide your loyalties. They divide your mindset. They just bring division to you. You don't have to spend time with them. You can love them, pray for them, but make some strategic disconnects from people that divide your heart against God. And rather, connect with those people that multiply you. The people that multiply your faith. They multiply your passion. When you're around them, your commitments just double, triple, quadruple. It says in Proverbs 27, 17, that as iron sharpens iron, so people can improve each other. So connect with the right people. Letter B, form the right habits. Tasang kamay kung addict ka. Sino sa inyo may bisyo? Ako lang? Addict ako eh. I'm addicted to grace. I'm addicted to Jesus. I'm dependent. Actually, lahat tayo, we have habits. Di po ba? May mga addictions. Ang tanong is, are they quality? Are your habits the right ones? You gotta form the right habits. Establish the habit every day of the Word of God. Every day, you know, uh, soaking His Word. Writing your prayers. So yun, establish or form the right habits. Letter C is, use my gifts to serve others. Gusto mong lumago? Gusto mong maging great? Magpagamit sa Diyos. You're blessed to be a blessing. Pero hanggang sa handa ka na maging blessing, hindi mo mararanasan at hindi mo madidiscover na how blessed you really are. So you will always be in complaining mode. Because ang mindset mo is, I should feel blessed first. Saka na lang kong mag-isip na how can I bless others. I should be rich first. Saka na lang kong mag-give. Hindi. Unahin mo ang pag-serve ng iba. At doon lalabas at lalabas ng awareness mo of exactly where and how you are blessed. Sometimes you'll never discover your giftings until you're in the process of using your life to serve other people. Until such time na you say, whoever I am, kung anong meron ako, I don't have to compare with others. Basta, Lord, I'm here. Kung anong kikita mo sa akin na magagamit mo, I'm yours. Papagamit ako sa'yo. And you know, doon madidevelop lalo. At doon madidiscover lalo kung exactly how rich you really were. You'll never feel rich until you start overflowing. 
Because experiential wealth is not how much money you have in the bank or how many things you own. You'll never feel wealthy kahit napakalaki ang inaari mo. You will only start to feel the experience of wealth when it's flowing out of you towards others. The overflow is the experience that makes wealth manifested. It has nothing to do with the amount. It's about the overflow. Letter D is this, tell others the good news. Ang sarap na maging bearer of good news. The Bible says, how beautiful are the feet of the people that bring good news. You know, when you talk about Christ and what Jesus did doon sa cross, walang bad news na kasama doon. It's 100% good news. And if you've got a hard time sharing your faith sa ibang tao, there's only one reason why nahihirapan ka. The real reason kung bakit nahihirapan ka mag-share ng faith mo sa iba is because you don't really think the news is that good. Because if you believe that it's really good, you will be eager to talk about it. It's hard to tell bad news that everybody loves to give the good news. I think you should make the commitment. This week, I'm going to tell good news to people. And the last one, letter E, is I'm going to fulfill my purpose in life. I'm a man on a mission. I'm a woman with a purpose. My purpose to honor God, to deliver His benefits, to build with excellence. So friends, kung ano yung next step mo, so that you cannot be rocky soil para maging matabang lupa ka, you need to make some commitments. The last point is this, to get rid of distractions. Yung seed na nalaglag doon sa crowded, thorny soil, the thorn bushes, may mga competitions, may mga iba pang damo, weeds, we call that masamang damo, na yes, lumago siya, pero may kasabay din eh. Iba pang priorities din. That's the person na tinatanggap niya si Jesus, sumasangayon sa Word of God, sa teaching, sa church. Pero at the same time, may mga iba pang priorities which choke out, which compete with his priority of following Christ. So may mga iba pang things, mas important. Hanap buhay. Eh, number one yan. Siyempre, I love God. Siyempre, no, I, I believe the Bible. Pero let's be practical eh. Hanap buhay. Huwag mong galawan yung hanap buhay ko. Trabaho ko yan. Mahalaga na mag-open kami sa linggo. Mahalaga na I have to, you know, do some compromises kasi ang daming competition. So there are other things na kung ang habol mo competes with the life of God, then it will choke. Mahirap ka, hindi lalago. The potential for your growth will be stunted because of other things. Even good things could crush the life that God wants to grow in you. The potential. Sabi ni Jesus, if you'll just seek first, things will follow you. See, the devil wants to stop your growth. Kaya siya nag-aalok ng mga temptations so that you will be distracted. There's three. The, the first one is the worry. That's one of the weeds, one of the distractions. Maybe worry about the future, Worried about the bills, may mga problema sa bahay, worried about sa relationship doon, pressures. The Greek word for worry means you're pulled in different directions. Another way of describing worry is, worry is meditation on the negative. Letter B is the love of money. Sabi sa Biblia na, it's the love of money that is the roots of evil. And the point is this, this is why it's a root of evil. Because if you think the 
money is your savior. That's a weed. It's a competition with the real savior. See, because if you think money could save you out of any situation, and if you think that getting more money will save your life, you're greatly deceived. You will be so disappointed, and you cannot grow because it would choke you. There's only one savior. His name is Jesus. You don't have to chase money. Listen to me. You chase Jesus, and the money will chase you. Habulin mo si Jesus. Ang kalaoban ng Diyos, yung kanyang kaharian. If you are put in your priority, in your lifestyle, some mindset, I'm going to pursue God, not money. Of course, you're going to work because in the process of pursuing God, He will send you to your job. The money will pursue you. Don't let the money be your master. Let the money be your servant. Let money serve you serving God. Let money love you loving God. Let money help you pursue God, not the other way around. All right, now last one is the pursuit of pleasure. Sa mga tao na talagang priority nila is fun, good times, happy, feel good. So kung ano yung masarap sa katawan, yun. Kahit na alam natin, sexually immoral yan, kahit alam na natin. You know, if your priority is to just have look for pleasures and yung, yung mindset mo is I just want to be happy I just want to have fun I just want to feel good let me give you a solution to that one if you would trust God's presence the pleasures will come magtiwala ka na when you go into God's presence there's no better feeling there's no higher high not drugs not sex not fun times, happy music, whatever. There's no thing greater than what you will experience and feel when you go into God's presence. Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. It says, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures. God is not a KJ. God is not trying to make you feel bad and take away your good times. Sa totoo lang, sa presensya ng Diyos, there are pleasures forevermore. Go for God's presence. And you trust that when you pursue God's presence, pleasures, kasama yan, you'll be happy. The happiest life is when you're living in the presence of God, doing the will of God. Okay, how about the money? Anong solution doon? Trust God's provision. You trust that He provides. Hindi siya laban sa akin. Ang Diyos para sa akin. And then how about the worry? Well, trust God's power. God's in control. Nothing will happen na hindi niya alam. Huwag kang mag-alala. God is in control. God is able. And I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Alam mo mga masamang damo ang mga weeds, they don't happen because you plant weeds. Walang tao na sinasadyan to make their life more distracting. It just comes because of neglect. Talagang, if you neglect your garden, weeds will just come automatic. If you neglect your marriage, bad habits, bad trends will just happen. If you neglect your kids, they will be affected. If you neglect fellowship with God, it will grow dry. Okay, we have to be very intentional. If you love your garden, it means you hate the weeds. And you want to uproot them with a passion. 
And so we want to fight against worry by trusting God's power. We want to fight against the love of money by just trusting God's provisions. And we're going to fight against the pursuit of pleasures because we trust that in God's presence, everything will feel great. God's desire is that you would be like the last kind of soil, yung matabang lupa, na kung saan walang sagabal, the seed is free to do its work, it will just grow, and the Bible says it will produce fruit up to 100 times more. Kalooban ng Diyos, you will grow. Your life, your marriage, your family, your career, finances, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, ministries even, will multiply and increase 100 times. Growth is natural, but not automatic. May process. So, kailangan na dumaan sa process every day, be consistent. Ito ang pinaka-good news. If you decide to grow, hindi lang ikaw maapektuhan, people around you will also grow. You'll change the world. Once na lumago ka, ang daming sasama sa'yo. Hindi mo lang akalain na ganong ka-leadership abilities na meron ka. You, you will start influencing your world. When you change, the world around you will change. Do you believe that? Panginoon, salamat sa salita mo ngayon bilang seed na may built-in power to transform my life. Panginoon, this morning I'm open. I want to be open to you, ready to do whatever na nais mong gawin sa akin. I'm making that commitment today to do whatever it takes. Position me where I can make the commitments where I can grow roots. Panginoon, I want na i-point out mo kung saan na may mga weeds, anything distracting, anything na nakahadlang sa aking uh, paglago. Panginoon, alisin mo ang mga ito. Help me to get rid of fear, mga hurts or bitterness. Lord, I choose to humble myself. I decide to connect with the right people. Bigyan mo ako ng mga leaders and mentors and connections that hindi lang by default, kundi by design, strategically lifting my life, multiplying me. Lord, change the habits that I have. Gawin mo akong daily hungry for your word. Help me to use my gifts and serve you, to tell others about Jesus, to fulfill the life purpose that you've given to me. And Lord, I turn over my worries to you. I seek your kingdom first. And I believe that your presence is, there's great joy there. Tulungan niyo po ako. Tulungan niyo po kami. In this church, help us to not just survive, but thrive in your house and be all that we have been programmed to be. Thank you sa potential na pinakaloob mo sa bawat isa that we would discover this and fulfill all that you've designed us to do for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.